Hey, this is Thor from Cybrary. If you've been enjoying the Cybrary podcast or 401 Access Denied, then make sure to like, follow, and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. Join the discussion by leaving us a comment or review on your platform of choice or emailing us at podcast at cybrary.it. From all of us at Cybrary, thank you and enjoy the show. How do you get a cybersecurity job without experience? And how do you gain experience without a job? Our new cyber instructor, IT security manager, Nick Morentic, delves into this classic chicken and egg problem as he shares insightful career advice. Learn how you can break into cybersecurity from any field, as well as hear what it's like to work in an IT management role. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cyberry Podcast. Today, we are doing another Instructor Spotlight Series. Today, speaking with Nick Morentic. How are you today, Nick? I am doing very well, Thor. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited for our conversation today. Um, you know, we were talking a little bit before this and uh, having a good time, so I'm excited to kind of roll that into the podcast. <laughs> Me too. We'll keep. I'll keep the energy. I'll try to keep the energy up. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my best on uh, from my side. Um, <laughs> Very good. Um, so to kick this off, I kind of like to ask, you know, how long have you been in the cybersecurity industry? Yeah, so I, I get a little sheepish whenever somebody asks me that question just because um, I feel like an old timer, uh, you know, in IT. I've been, yeah, I'd say it's around 30 years um, so I started like, you know, late eighties, um, 1990 ish frame. Um, yeah. So, so I, I guess that would technically make me an old timer. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, definitely a, a long time in the industry. Um, I myself got my start in 1990 when I was born. So it's a little, a little bit different. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, you were already doing things before I could function. Um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, you, you've been here not the beginning, but I mean, uh, I can only imagine just the amount of information you've learned over that time and the different, you know, just the speed of which technology has changed. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, no, you're totally spot on. And it's, it's, it's strange because, um, you know, I'll have this conversation with, with friends or colleagues and, you know, the one thing, one of the things we'll talk about is like folks in, in your generation or, um, you know, grew up with um, with the internet and grew up with with smartphones and all of this technology, um, and I think that's good. But then, of course, there's always the negative piece. You know, there's yeah. both sides of, of, of each coin. You know, I, I kind of appreciate the fact that I remember a time before we had those technologies. Maybe it yeah. makes me appreciate them. Uh, I don't know about more, but it just makes me appreciate them a lot. Um, and yeah, I have seen a lot of change um, from when I first started to where we're at today with cloud and, um, you know, just the, the ubiquity, if you will, of technology in all of our lives. Um, I know I couldn't function without the internet, you know, and I sure oh, couldn't yeah. function without my smartphone now. So. Yeah, not at all. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, the phone has taken over, you know, your most important appendage almost, you know, it's where I do my banking and my travel and all of that stuff is all done on, you know, this tiny device yeah. um, that, you know, years ago didn't even really exist. Nobody even thought about it. I mean, I, I remember when cell phones were sur- first kind of starting to become a thing and yeah. T9 texting was awesome. Yeah. I remember. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, it just kind of went from there. Uh, you know, it's just crazy. And I always, it makes me think of how advanced like children 
like children, people who are children now in yeah. 10 years, because they've just grown up with all of the technology things that they're used to and things that they can do that, you know, took other people years to kind of learn and kind of get up to speed on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know how in the heck, like, for instance, I, I don't know how I would find my way to like, you know, someplace, you know, an address without GPS. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was just, <laughs> I, I was just print out MapQuest, you know, it's like, wow. Oh, yeah, I used to print out MapQuest. It had the little arrows and stuff that would tell you, you know, if it was a stop sign or whatever. Um, yeah. I was just uh, down visiting my family in Texas. Um, and we were going to this lake house at the this lake. Nobody had ever been there. And we were following, you know, ways, I'm following ways there. And I just thought I was like, if GPS ever goes down, like I'm going to be lost. I'm not going to know how to get anywhere or do anything. Um, I just, I I would be a useless human. I couldn't imagine rolling out one of those giant maps and trying to figure out, you know, a cross country road trip or something like that. Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. No, we live in a better time now. I think we both agree. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Completely better time. Um, Yeah. Just uh, amazes me the things that, yeah, will, will be coming and, you know, things that have changed know, recently even. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, uh, kind of going off of that, how did you get started in cybersecurity or in engineering? Yeah, so, um, and, and so I got in IT in general or technology, you know, like we were talking about earlier in, mm-hmm. let's say, 1990-ish. And uh, my first job was at a law firm in downtown Minneapolis. I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And, um, and I did backups. Uh, I was technically a backup operator um, for what that's worth. And, um, and I would work nights. Um, like I would come in at like 10 o'clock at night and work till two, three, four in the morning. And then I was going to, to college uh, during the day. So it worked out great for me. Um, the, some of the systems I was working on at the time were systems that are no longer around now. Wang mini computers, they called them. Um, and, uh, and I would literally go in and I would, the, firm, the law firm would do their stuff all day. And, and then I would come in at night, shut all the systems down. And if you've ever seen any of the movies, like, like war games or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of those like early eighties ish type movies. Yeah. It was kind of like that, you know, you would have these big systems, a room full of them, and there would be this big device and there'd be like a, almost like a cake pan or like a cake, you know, um, container, I guess. Yeah plastic, big plastic, plastic container would have discs in it. So I'd open this thing up and I would take this bottom off and I would put it in there and turn the handle and, you know, would all air vacuum in there. And then I'd pull that out, close the door. And that was like a whole 250 megs, by the way. So, Oh, wow. I mean, all of the data then all the data from the firm was on that. Um, and I would just run this program on the Wang computer, uh, you know, and it would do its thing. And then I would go off and study. Um, and it was kind of boring, you know, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was really my first start into, into IT and technology. And from there, you know, I just, uh, at the time I was going to school for political science of all things. So I was a social science guy. I love that. But as I got into, uh, doing that first job, um, I really loved it and decided, yeah, I think I want to go this direction instead. And that just led on to a series of other jobs. I worked at a software, uh, educational software company for a while, really at the sort of dawn of computer-based training, I guess, if you'd call it. Maybe not the dawn, but very early into it. Um, And then moved out of state, went all over the West Coast, and I've just had jobs um, doing sort of on kind of both sides of the table, I like to call it. Like I've been on a consultant side and then on an internal IT staff. Um, And through all of that, 
through all of that experience, cybersecurity and security has always been one of those components that I've had to be responsible for and pay attention yeah. to, you know? Um, and so that's sort of what has led me to, to want to be and, and, and really excited to be a part of Cyberry and, and the whole um, journey with, you know, instructing and teaching courses about what I know and, 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 you know, giving it to, to, to other, other folks. Yeah. I mean, it's great to hear. I I mean, one that you've been in so long and that you, you know, that working at a place that kind of started the, uh, the kind of training and computer-based training and stuff is really interesting and wanting to get back to the next generation, kind of keep it going in that first role. Was it kind of the, the hands-on tech that you liked, or was it more of the, I don't want to say like programming side because you're just kind of running the, the thing, but that the interfacing, I guess, with the computer, or was it kind of the, the hands-on approach that kind of drew you in or that you really enjoyed? Yeah, I, I think it's a, a little of both, to be honest. Um, I really did like the, you know, the, I think sort I kind of put those two things together a little bit, like mm-hmm. the hands-on um, uh, running programs on, on the system, uh, you know, the Wang system at that time. Um, I, I really liked it and I liked the logic of it and the order and, and all of that. And step by step, you do this, then this happens. And, you know, that kind of logical progression of, of tasks, if you will. Yeah. Um, and, it, it, and to be honest, um, let's say, you know, I think the World Wide Web, we know what the Internet is, right? We know it started out ARPANET and all of, all of those types of things. But then the World Wide Web stuff kind of kicked off right around then, too, right? So... First time I saw yahoo.com, you know, I was like, wow, look at this. This is cool, man. You know, and if you go back into the Wayback Machine, you can see some of those old, you know, slices of those old websites yeah. and what they look like compared to now. Um, it's really <laughs> kind of cool, man. It's it's a real, real difference. But then I, you know, it's just exciting. You know, it's kind of like, wow, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna continue to stick with this because this is definitely a move away from just green screens and, you know, and doing that, you know, task oriented stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and then CompuServe, you know, I had a CompuServe account and AOL account and those types that was getting into those. And so now that was fun to be able to, um, communicate and have sort of a bulletin board type of experience where people were trading ideas and things like that. So that just really planted the seed for me. And, um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it seems to have worked out. Um, seems like yeah. it was a, a good seed. Um, <laughs> so that's good. Um, I mean, what kind of, I guess, starting, you know, maybe maybe not the role you had in college, but after that, you know, what early hurdles do you remember kind of getting into the field or kind of getting started? Because, you know, you said you were going to school for uh, political science, so something kind of completely different than, you know, what you went into. You know, what do you remember about that? Yeah, um, I would say it's the old adage or it's the old thing, sort of a chicken and egg kind of problem that most folks getting into, even if you're young or even if you're changing jobs midstream, you're middle-aged or older, it's the, I got, you know, well, you know, we want you to have experience and you're like, well, I can't get experience unless you give me this job. So Mm -hmm. how do I do that? You know, and it's sort of like, how do we overcome that thing? Um, For me, um, I, I was lucky because I had a, 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 a network or I had a, a, an in, if you will, into my, into that first job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my uncle worked as the financial controller at the law firm. So it's like, okay. Hey, you know, I'm going to go in and do this. Um, but for, for 
to take my experience and, and or what I just said and kind of apply that to um, other folks that you know may come up against hurdles, I would say it's definitely all about um, networking and, and getting to know people and exposing yourself to other um, people in the field that you want to get into. Yeah. Um, we know that technology and IT in, in particular is hugely, you know, it's wide, right? I mean, there's, like we were talking about before this recording, um, you can do everything, anything from coding, you know, uh, you know, sitting there and writing code, uh, detail-oriented to uh, bringing out a creative side of yourself to do some some type of design or web design or yeah. You know, so there's there's a whole whole gamut of of opportunity, um, and technology is ubiquitous now. So we're all doing something on some type of computer. We've got Internet of Things. Everything's connected up, so we can get to things via an app on our phone. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> um, I, I just think that. The 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 sometimes the the gam the the dearth of opportunity that's out there is a is a negative thing because you don't know what to do like what direction should I go? Yeah, to? Um, I found that with um, you know some of the some younger folks that are in my life that have asked me how you know how do you get started? Can you help me get started? And and I'm always the type of person that I like to give a hand up. So if I can make an introduction come to this user group with me, you might like this, um, you know, expose them to other people and other organizations, if you will, or groups in, in that space. I think that they'll, it'll, hopefully something will click like it did for me when I first started. Yeah, I think that's, you know, that leads right into the question I was going to ask next is, you know, any advice for people getting into the industry now? And I think, you know, you touched on a lot of the points, like networking is a huge thing and trying to figure out what, you find interesting in the industry because there's mm-hmm. so many different jobs and different roles and all of those things that you, what you want to do might be completely different than what somebody else is, somebody else does, but there's mm-hmm. still a bunch of roles for that kind of position. Um, so, I mean, I, I get reached out to all the time because I work here, you know, Oh, I'm looking to get into cybersecurity. What should I do? And I, I always ask, you know, what are you interested in or what makes you want to get into this? You know, what type of thing do you want to be, on the offensive side or the defensive side, you know, there's mm-hmm. so many different aspects of the, um, of the space, uh, that you, really you can go kind of in any direction. And I, I really like what you said of trying to give the next, you know, group or the people behind you a hand up, mm-hmm. you know, instead of trying to make it more difficult or, you know, something for the next generation. Um, you know, I usually always tell people, yeah, like you said, I mean, networking, um, you know, if, if you go to events or if you're on like Twitter, I mean, Twitter is a, there's everyone is on Twitter, everyone in the InfoSec community, most people are on Twitter and like, it's very easy to ask questions and stuff. And like a lot of people are there just to help and just to give back. So, um, you know, it's, it might, you might think it's a stupid question, you know, whatever you want to ask somebody and it might be, but I guarantee somebody will answer you in a very like specific way. They'll answer the question and and give you good feedback on what you're looking for. Absolutely. And I I would even say, I would dovetail onto that Thor and say that most likely there's, uh, a thousand other people that had the same question, but were afraid to ask, you know, it's, oh, like, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Know. It's like, it's like being back in college when uh, you get to your next class and there's 50 people waiting outside and you go and open the door and the door's unlocked and you just go in and never, nobody wanted to be the first person to try the door. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I can't imagine yeah. the, the amount of times that happened to me at school. Yeah. It's like, did anybody try? No. Oh, okay. It's open. Cool. We can, we can sit inside. Yeah, we don't sit in the hallway yeah. guys. 
So don't be afraid to ask, you know, have, you know, courage, yeah. it, it, it takes courage to do that. And that's, that's tough. And, yeah. and I was always sort of a shy kind of person. So it took a, a lot to kind of get me out and, and understand that whole aspect of talking to people. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, very important, you know, think about what it is you want to do. Um, because just by saying, you know, IT or, or, or a technical career, means, like you said, means different things to different people. To some people, it's sitting down at their computer and they're doing stuff. To other people, it's gaming. To other people, it's social media. To still other people, it might be medical devices or manufacturing, yeah. you know, PLC uh, uh, type, you know, technology. So it's different things to different people. And that's the beauty of it, right? So if you've got that base and foundation, and that's where cybersecurity is so important because uh, it touch, it's, it's in everything. It touches everything. And it's a consideration for everything you do. So mm-hmm. if you are a social media person, you are still going to have to know cybersecurity. Yep. You know, if you are a, I'm an infrastructure and data center guy, that's what I've done my whole career. Um, and, 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 and now, you know, cloud and virtualization. And so anything I do every day has a security component to it. You know, whether it's, whether it's the technology itself whether it's you've heard heard of the old people process technology triad, right? And I think there's a fourth piece that they've added on. Yeah. But I always take that very, very, you know, near to my heart because I it's easy to look at the technology, um, and it gets and, and, and it gets a lot of you know airplay, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. But you know, um, studying people and 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 you know, helping people understand technology is important as well as the processes. Why are we doing this thing? Why are we automating that? You know, um, is it just because it's cool or does it serve our business in some way? Yeah. And, and you just kind of mentioned it, which I was leads right into my next question is, you know, um, what is your current role and, you know, what is your role like? Um, and I, I think you briefly mentioned your uh, infrastructure engineer, Correct. Yeah. So, yep. So right now my, my formal title is a senior manager of infrastructure and security. Okay. So I've spent a good number of my years were just as an IT infrastructure manager or a systems engineer or network engineer. So I've done a lot in that space, mainly on the win on windows platforms. Um, but I've done, you know, tons of network engineering where, where there's just a, uh, again, a huge security component to it, firewalling and, and, you know, uh, segmenting, you know, via with the switches, um, and, you know, malware detection, um, and things like that. So that's my current role. And, um, what I do right now is, um, I manage, uh, the infrastructure and security for a a company here in in Minnesota. Um, I don't know if I can mention them or not. You can edit this out if we can't, but, uh, lube tech is the name of the company. Um, but I've worked for, I've worked for a, a, a number of different companies from manufacturing to, um, you know, law firms to consultancies where I've been the guy going out and talking to a business about what they need to do to shore up their security or to upgrade their systems. So I've done a lot of those different things. And um, so, so that's what I do now. And, and I always take the mindset of a, a kind of a consultative approach when I come into a job you know, again, I'm going to look at where we're at currently um, and I'm going to ask where we want to be. And then I'm, we're going to analyze the gaps, the old gap analysis, uh-huh. and we're going to figure out how we're going to get from here to there and how much money is it going to cost? Because yeah. everything always comes down to money. 
always comes down to money. Yeah, I hear that a lot, especially around infrastructure and stuff. It's like, you, you know, do we want the best or is the medium okay enough, you know? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can do, <laughs> you know, I've had, I don't know how many, how many number of bosses or CFOs come up with, well, so how much do you think it's going to cost, you know, for this? I said, well, and it's almost exactly verbatim what you just yeah. said, Thor. It's like, do you want the cheapy version where it's going to take a lot of admin overhead and a lot of stuff and we're going to have to spend a lot of time, you know, taking care of it? That's going to be cheap. Or do you want to spend, you know, uh, uh, the most amount and, and get the, 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 I don't want to say Cadillac, maybe the BMW yeah. <laughs> a solution? And, and, or do we want to land somewhere in between? And usually it's somewhere in between. Nobody yeah. wants either or, right? So that's where the trick is, figuring out where, where you land on that continuum um, to solve the problem. So. Yeah. And that, uh, I just kind of popped into my head after, you know, being in infrastructure for so long, like how has the like infrastructure as code just like completely changed things and made things easier, you know, using something like Ansible or Kubernetes or something like that, that's just like, Oh, and everything's deployed. Uh, yes. Like, you know, you know, now you're doing the job of, you know, 50 people maybe that it used to take yeah. and you can do it with a couple keystrokes. Like how, you know, are you just kicking back all the time? Just like, uh, okay, you know, <laughs> you know, you've hit on it, you, uh, very, very perceptive. So that's a very uh, salient point because being kind of, like I said, you know, in, in it for, for a good number of years um, for, for, you know, a long time in my career, it was like, yeah, I was the guy and I was, you know, you'd have, like I said earlier, room full of, full of servers and server yeah. racks and all this kind of stuff. And now, as you said, um, you program something, you use a, a you know, container uh, platform or, or and, and it's, and boom, you're back up and running. Now I've got 50 servers that I just stood up, yeah. you know. Yeah, you're not running the cable to all of them. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I love it. Um, I, you know, and, and for a long time, you know, when that transition was happening, um, a lot of people that I would work with were, you know, oh, we don't want this new stuff because it's job security, you know, and yeah. let's, you know, let's face it. I, it's a thing. And, and I agree with that, but I've always been the type two that's like, I'm okay with trying to work myself out of a job mm-hmm. um, because I feel good enough about where I'm at that I'll, I'll find something else. I'll, you know, something else will happen. You know, I, it, it's okay. So I'm going to try to automate this if I can and make it easier, you know? Yeah, I, that is, uh, trying to work myself as a job is something I've heard from so many. My old manager um, used to say that. He's like, yeah, if I can automate everything so I don't have a job, he's like, that's what I'm trying to do. He's like, I'm yeah. trying to automate myself out of uh, here. And then I can, I'll do it somewhere else. And then I'll just, you know, he's like, I just exactly. keep going. He's like, that's the whole goal is to get everything automated, to make it way easy, to make less people have to deal with, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, so it's just, it's funny that you said the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's funny too, where, you know, let's say I may get the, the, the year, the, the years wrong, but you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, virtualization was, a you know, oh my goodness, you know, wow, we can, we can take one physical hosts and we can run 50 computers on it. Well, yeah, you know, that's crazy. Uh, you know how to, and then uh, that concept sort of moved to the cloud. And now we've got that in a cloud where somebody else is worrying about it in somebody else's data center. And, and, and again, going back to the same thing we were talking about earlier, that's what I always try and do. I, I want to move everything off of the, out of my data center into somebody else's data center, of course, where it makes sense. I'm oversimplifying yeah. it like crazy, mm-hmm. but 
you get you know you get the idea where you can where where safety you know where you can safely do that and still you know be productive and the applications will still run and perform yeah you know adequately um that's that's the goal and it should be the goal we're moving towards you know i think I'm, you know, you probably heard this term utility computing, and that's really what cloud is. You know, it's utility computing. It's like, it's like paying your, your power bill, you know, your, your bill for your electricity. Mm -hmm. Um, you used so many kilowatt hours, you know, in this last month. So that's what you owe. Now here we are with cloud. You use so many CPU cycles, so much RAM, blah, blah, blah. Here's what you pay. And, you know, I really think that's the, the way we're going to go. And I think we're not go. We're, we're, we're there. We're there. Yeah. Ready, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, I think we're already there and I think um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. The thing that uh, I remember our team hating, the two words our, our team feared the most was on-prem. Yeah. Like, please no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, no, the, the, whatever your concerns are and stuff, we can do it not on prem. Trust we'll, me, like, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, I yeah. had a I had a boss in in one of my last jobs uh, where um, we were planning for disaster recovery because that's you know yep. you don't think of it necessarily in 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 terms of cybersecurity, but it really is important and it's always one of the concepts within a NIST framework or oh yeah many other frameworks is how do we recover ourselves if we get a ransomware attack or you know whatever happens right now where it gets in there. And he wanted to bring, uh, so we had a co-located facility and he wanted, and we had a, a small little, you know, uh, server closet, if you will, on-prem. And he wanted to bring the disaster recovery back on-prem because we could save money. Hey, we've already got this space. And I fought and, and I won. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, we cannot bring this thing back here. We, yeah. I, I don't care. We'll, we'll come up with, now there's disaster recovery as a service. Everything's a service. Yep. And you know, it's, it's tailor-made for small companies like that that can just move it off. Yeah. Forever. Just off, yeah. Offload it. Um, yeah. I mean, it, uh, we've been talking about a lot of stuff about your role. I mean, what do you enjoy most about your role? You know, what do you really like? What keeps you coming back every day? Is it just trying to automate yourself out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's part of it. But I think the big thing is just the, the strategizing about how to make the organization I'm a part of better and leverage technology to make the organization better. And so what do I mean by that? Um, you know, th- things like we have an, a, a manual process that we're doing right now. Um, how can we use some software or, you know, workflow software, if you will, to make, mm-hmm. you know, make this thing easier for everybody. Here's a good case in point, And I've come across this numerous times. HR is a good, a good, um, sort of uh, uh, sample for that onboarding new people always it's always a, a tough thing for many organizations especially smaller ones because you don't have 50 people in the in the HR org that can do you know each little thing for somebody that starts new yeah. so uh, you know there'll always be some kind of manual process you'll interview then they'll um, you know create some records in the HR system which is going to be, you know, pay, payroll type stuff, plus, you know, the normal onboarding with background checks, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. And then that's got to flow over to IT because that's usually the next step in the process. Yep. So then IT gets something and, and, and I swear to God, it's always like a, an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> and it's got, you know, that, you know, give them this app, set that up for them, do this. Yep. And, and I've been pushing, and this is one of my things at my current company that I want to do 
pushing for some integrations between those, you know, systems, yeah. the HRIS system and, and IT. Um, they have to be segregated, you know, for, from a security standpoint. But workflows, man, you know, start them up in here in HRIS and then move them down into the IT system, get them an Active Directory account set up, get them a mailbox, blah, 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 get them their computer, you know, all those types of operational type things. Yeah. So, you know, that is a, a thing that I just, it jazzes me, gets me want, you know, I'm like, yeah, this is great. I can come up with a, you know, a process and a flow here and I can mm-hmm. use technology to do it and, and people are going to like it, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of, yeah, optimizing what you can and just improving on, you know, the systems that are already in place, right. um, you know, yeah. looking at things with critical eye and just seeing what you can improve. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, it's that aspect of fixing and troubleshooting. I, I, I do, I call myself a fixer sometimes because I like to fix those things. So <laughs> yeah, it's a good, it's a good, uh, um, descriptive word for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, kind of moving on a little bit from uh, your role and stuff, what made you want to work with cyber? How did you get connected with us? Yeah. Um, so I've been interested, you know, specifically, so there's kind of that uh, concept of an IT generalist you've heard of, right? So it's somebody who's kind of that jack of all trades. And that is me. Infrastructure's wide. Um, it's not very focused on one thing. You could have data center, server, virtualization, cloud, blah, 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 all these different yeah. aspects. Um, but I've wanted for, for at least the last 10, 15 years of my career is to just focus on cybersecurity and, you know, specifically around, um, you know, process, um, frameworks and adopting those frameworks to a company to make them, to make their security posture, uh, better, um, prepare them for, um, you know, the inevitable attack of some sort, whether it be ransomware or, or, you know, malware phishing. And so I was at a, um, seminar, uh, cybersecurity seminar and, uh, and, and Cybrary came up. I think there was a, uh, uh, one of the presenters had talked about Cybrary as an organization for, for uh, security training. And so I looked at, looked you up and, and, and um, just kind of started pinging, you know, looking at the platform. And, um, and, and I saw that there was some openings for, you know, for, for uh, uh, instructor. And so I just threw my resume uh, out to you and, and LinkedIn uh, connection or, URL and got an answer back and did some interviewing and it was like, okay, we're, we're, you know, we want, we want to talk to you more. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> that uh, obviously Cybrary, we were talking earlier, Cybrary is going through some evolution now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that was right. Like maybe the tail end of the last evolution period, if you will. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of contracting going on. Um, but, um, I, I really just enjoy the, the, the environment and atmosphere and, and folks like yourself at Cyberry that are really, you know, um, energetic about, you know, being, being at the company. So, um, and, and I like the idea too, that, um, the type of work that this is, isn't so contingent on a physical location. Um, we know about pandemics and all that kind of stuff. I'm a big proponent of working where you want to work, how you want to work. Yep. Um, I'm not an old school, got to be in my office, got to be in a cube, got to la, la, la. I, I want to be, if you can work in a coffee shop and you can be productive, by all means, go there. Of course, be safe and make sure that you've got all the you know, yeah. security <laughs> you know, tools in place. You want to work at home? Great. You want to be in the office? Wonderful. Um, 
So that's that's kind of the other spe- aspect of cyber. And then third, I'll throw another one out at you. Um, just the smart people that are here. Um, you know, there's there's I was just listening to one of the earlier podcasts where where there's a guy who's in the FBI. And, uh, you know, those are people that I have ne- not necessarily come in contact with in my career. And I, and I'm, I want to learn from them and I want to maybe help them with some of my perspectives uh, coming from my world of, of corporate, you know, on the corporate side, if you will. Um, so I, there's just a lot of really smart people here. And I, I like to surround myself with those people. So. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I mean the, the smart people thing, I, I definitely uh, agree with and kind of uh, am a part of that as well. I mean, there is a lot of smart people who work here. Um, a lot of times, I mean, a, a perk of my role is, you know, I get to talk to people like yourself, you know, I got to talk to Clint, um, who I think you might have been talking about the yeah. FBI episode that we did, yeah. um, which is really interesting. I just get to talk to a lot of interesting people that have a lot of different roles and different backgrounds and things. And you just kind of get to hear different stories and things that, uh, you know, I, I never would have any other way besides, you know, kind of working here, which is nice. Um, so it's just a, a kind of cool part to see, you know, all, hear all these different aspects of the industry and everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and I think too, uh, Thor, that's, it's, it's important. I mean, that's part of how we all grow as individuals, right. Is just kind of different perspectives. Um, that's why I, I kind of threw out the thing around, um, you know, my, my, my love of a social science, right. Like political science, yeah. um, gave me a different perspective. I didn't, I didn't, want to go down the road of seeking out a computer science degree or accreditation like that. Now, I think those are important. I think they're great. And I, I, you know, you know, hands down, but, um, I, I think that sometimes we miss, um, you know, I guess sort of the human element or the human, you know, concept or perspective of, of, of technology, how it impacts people. I think sometimes having a wider, you know, background, be it just life experience or in college or, you know, whatever, whatever way that you can, can get that is, is really important. So I've always found it important to me. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's great. And I know right now you don't have any courses on our site yet, but I mean, what are you looking to teach? What, you know, knowledge are you looking to kind of pass on? Yeah. I mean, definitely some of my strong areas are um, network on the network engineering sides and systems engineering. Um, I am working towards uh, working on a career path for for systems administrator on the Windows platform, um, and I, you know, again, I'm, I feel I'm, I'm pretty strong there. Um, yeah. So I'm you know, currently in the process of of working through that, and developing some content for that. Hopefully, it comes out pretty soon. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, I I'm really 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 stoked about about doing that. Um, and, and 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 I think also the. Um, how you can apply, um, you know, different frameworks uh, uh, to an internal infrastructure, if you will, to to shore up some of those um, sort of gaps. You know, again, talking about gaps in in, mm-hmm. in an organization's security posture. Um, well, let's see. Uh, uh, since you're, uh, you know, going to be an instructor and um, you know, trying to give back, is there any social media or anything you want to share, or a way people can contact you if they have any questions or follow ups? If they really like this podcast episode, fingers crossed. Yeah, um, you know, and they want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, LinkedIn, you know, it's, it's the, the the same old thing. Uh, LinkedIn is the best uh, avenue, and I, I'm on there a lot. I've got a lot of connections there, so um, anybody can reach out to me and, and connect up, and 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 I, I will connect with you with you and. Um, you know, I, I, I post some things on there. I'm not an avid poster. 
Um, I, I don't, you know, I'm not a Facebook person. I, I, I'm a lurker, you know, I'll yeah. love that, but I don't do a, a, a lot of that, yep. um, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. So that would be the, the, the best way to get a hold of me. And yeah, I would invite anybody to, to contact me. And if I can help, you know, uh, again, with, with any networking uh, connections I might have, uh, get to know me and, and reach out and, and I'd be happy to, to, to chat with you. So. Awesome. Um, well, yeah, everybody listening uh, will include a link um, to, to Nick's uh, LinkedIn. So if you want to connect with him, you can. It'll be in the description below if you're watching the video uh, or in the show notes. Um, but now I kind of want to switch gears a little bit, Nick, and I want to ask you some kind of fun questions, um, a little bit different than what we've been going over. Um, so my first one up, I'm, I feel like I already know the answer to this, um, but are you the IT guy for your friends and family? Yes, I am. <laughs> Without a doubt. Um, I, 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 ha- I even have some friends in, uh, in Seattle, Washington, where we used to live that still call me. Uh, for tech support. Um, yeah. And the What's same the last thing. question you got asked? Uh, you know, somebody, uh, their computer, basically it was kind of the old blue script, wouldn't boot up, oh. wouldn't start uh, after some updates and uh, walked them through some things on the phone. I, I've not lost my tech support chops, though. I still have <laughs> it. I still got it. Um, and then I, I love to use, you know, remote access tools like a team viewer or log me in. Those oh, yeah. are really handy for helping people out. So I don't have to go and just, Hey, you know, yep. connect it, up. I will say it's super nice that now like most people know how to use zoom yeah. and it's like, yeah, just open zoom and then agree to share your screen. And then I'll, yeah. I'll just we'll, walk we'll you through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I definitely do that. And, and I, and I, I enjoy it. That's fine. You know, I can, also not answer the phone. So <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The problem with me, I've dodged phone calls before and they're like, but you're the IT person. Like your, your phone can't have problems. Like, you know, you, you'd have figured it out already. Yeah. Right. It's like, you got me. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Well, like they figured out your, your, your scheme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although I just told everybody here, so kind of shot myself in the foot on that yeah. one. But luckily none of my, my family doesn't listen to this. So it'll, <laughs> it might still work. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, has any movie or TV show accurately portrayed what you do at work that you can Ooh. think of? Yeah. Um, I, you know, again, I, I, I'm a little loath to say it, but uh, office space. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is hands down one of my favorite movies. Um, and just working at Inatech, um, and so uh, you know, it, it doesn't portray what I do now for sure. But that whole idea of just being in that office and everybody's kind of doing their own little thing, and um, you know, the the the, the uh, what's the word? You know, maybe silliness of some of the processes you know that have to go on and. Um, I, I, I haven't had to, uh, I've gotten my TPS forms correct, uh, lately. So, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but yeah, office space, I think kind of is a good one. And just because I really love the movie and, um, you know, there was another one that, uh, a recent one that I think Robert De Niro did, I think it was called the intern or something. Sometimes I feel a little bit like, like that guy, although I'm not quite, you know, old enough, but yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of funny, you know, it's kind of like, uh, the old, the old, the old codger, if you will, you know, trying to impart some wisdom in there and, and, uh, you know, doing what you can. So, yeah, yeah. it's funny you mentioned, um, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned office space. Um, our, a Wi-Fi at a, a company I 
me and uh, my friend set up, uh, we named it Inatech Public. Um, and actually where, where we work now, we have a printer like most places um, and you can email yourself things from the printer and it, the subject line is PC load letter. <laughs> and and uh, uh, our finance guy uses the printer the most. And he was like, can you guys please take this off here? I'm tired of it saying PC load letter every time. And I was like, Oh, are you getting upset, Michael Bolton? And he didn't yeah. get it. Um, but uh, oh, yeah, no. it, was just, it was a, it was a really good joke for a while. Well, um, it might still send it. I have to, I'll have to email myself something from the printer to see if it still says it. <laughs> you may want to do him a big favor and just sit down and say, we're going to have a little movie movie uh, night or day or whatever, afternoon lunch, and we're going to play yeah. this movie and have lunch, and <laughs> then he will get your, your references. Yeah, be, I, I think he got the reference. He just didn't appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you That's can't okay. appreciate office space, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't need to know you then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Going on to my next one, how do you explain your role to non-technical people? Um, so in the, the the meme of your job, you know, what uh, my friends think I do, what my family thinks I do, and what I actually do, What? Uh, how do you explain that to people? Yeah, and that's usually a tough one because, uh, you know, when I say, yeah, I'm infrastructure manager, they're like, well, what does that mean? Are you got roads and bridges or something? You're, yeah. What is, you know, what is that? Do you work with asphalt? I don't know. Yeah, you know, uh, but... Yeah, I just usually explain it that it's it's around, the, you know, sort of the data center and all of the systems that run the company. Um, and I have to ensure that they are up um, as close to 100% of the time as possible. Um, and if there's disruptions, if there's um, patching, if there's things to fix, um, I have to plan and make sure that we can do those fixes and maintain them with the least amount of impact to the company. So by that time, um, they've pretty much said, yeah, I don't really care what you do. It sounds great, Nick. Thanks so much. Um, but yeah, you know, and it really is, um, people do understand, you know, servers and they do understand that everything is, you know, everything is contained therein. So yeah, somebody's got to take care of that stuff. Um, and even like we were talking about earlier with cloud, even though, I no longer have to, maybe I don't have to patch all the VMs and, and, and all the servers as much, you know, because now Microsoft or Google or mm-hmm. Azure or, um, sorry, AWS is doing that. Um, I still have to make sure that people can get to things. I still have to make sure that they're running. So there's just as much work. Um, yeah. It's just, I don't have to go to a data center to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and my, my final question, especially with you being in infrastructure, I'm kind of... Uh, interested to hear your answer. Um, how intense is your home network setup? I'm guessing you're not using the, uh, the default router that they sent you whenever you uh, turn on your internet service at your house. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, I mean, I've kind of went, I've kind of went like kind of a cycle. So like when I first sort of got in and I was doing a lot of consulting and, and working for companies where I'd be out in the field, so to speak, fixing mm-hmm. other company stuff, I collected a lot of things, right? Yeah. And I had, I, I, I literally had 10 servers and I had, you know, and it was all this stuff that I had got, you know, Hey, you know, you upgraded this server. What do you, what do we do with this one? I said, well, I'll take it. Yeah. And so I would take it home and I would, you know, have those servers and I'd run my mail server, file server, or what have you on a web server. Um, now I've went away from that and I do. And a lot of that is good because I like to test having a lab environment. You know, I would encourage anybody, you know, again, kind of going back to people breaking into, um, IT and maybe specifically in, you know, infrastructure 
uh, whether it be systems engineering or data center engineering or network engineering. There are so many tools and so many platforms out there for people to take advantage of that yeah. don't cost very much money and you don't have to maintain 10 throwaway servers from some company. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's beautiful. And I, I, that would be another thing um, that I would encourage you to reach out to me, uh, you know, or anybody at Cyberary listening to this um, about some of those platforms and how you as a student can get a student, uh, 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 student subscription to Azure. I have mm-hmm. one of those. Uh, still somehow I grandfathered myself in or something, but, and you can play with any of those technologies. You can set up your own data center on Azure and, and practice. Um, And you, and you, you know, you can download different versions of applications and run them. Um, There's a, a several tools like for a network engineering and testing GNS three. I think there's a course on cyber that covers GNS3. That's a, I use that all the time. It's a wonderful tool for simulating network traffic. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my a lot of my crazy home network is now, again, in, up in the cloud. I do have three <laughs> monitors. I do have five computers. You know, I do, you know, I do do different things Stuff, that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, but uh, you know, and firewall and things like that. But uh, it's, it's, it's changed a lot, you know, over time. So... Yeah. Um, plus, my wife would get mad because there would be loud fans coming from you know my office room. And, you know, just didn't work out well. Yeah, <laughs> I can I can understand, especially if you have you know a bunch of actual servers at your house running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it gets a little loud, and then sometimes you get that electric bill. Probably yeah. a little sticker shock sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, this has been a great conversation, Nick. I mean, thank you for you know taking the time to to talk with me and and for coming on Cybery and uh, you know uh, starting to develop some courses and content with us. Um, I had a great time speaking with you today. Thanks. Thank you, Thor. It's been my pleasure and and great to speak with you as well. All right, everybody. Um, well, make sure to kind of stay up to date on Cybery and look out for uh, Nick's courses as they come available. Um, and uh, make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast um, and review. It really does help. Um, so anything, uh, any likes or subscribes or views uh, is good for us. Um, But thanks again, Nick. Uh, It was fun talking to you and uh, I'll see you soon. All right. Take care. Thanks everybody. Bye. Cybrary, the premier cybersecurity skill development platform is empowering individuals and teams to secure the future of technology. See why 3 million people have already signed up when you visit www.cybrary.it.